0: Welcome to the Michigan UFO Sightings and Paranormal Encounters Podcast, where we explore the unexplained and mysterious phenomena that have occurred throughout the state of Michigan and beyond. From UFO sightings
1: to ghostly encounters, we delve deep into the stories, the evidence, and the theories behind these strange events.
0: We are your hosts. I'm Michelle. And I'm Wayne. We are an educator duo that after an encounter with a triangular UFO in 2018 in Michigan, we decided to investigate UFOs in the paranormal. In this podcast, we will be speaking with eyewitnesses, experts, and researchers to uncover the truth about some of the most intriguing cases of paranormal activity in and around Michigan. Our
1: goal is not to convince anyone of the existence of these phenomena, but rather to provide a platform for discussion and exploration. So, buckle up and join us on this journey down the paranormal rabbit hole. On an
0: escalator. It ain't no-
1: hey hey here we are what's going on everybody and we are live
0: i know everybody doing out there it's not our usual saturday night we're shaking things up this week
1: yep absolutely so how's everybody doing uh welcome everyone to another live edition of the show so today is the 9th of august 2023, and it is time to light this Wednesday night up like our cat is letting us know right now because he is being a douchebag.
0: <laughs> <Speaking> but <laughs> talking of conspiracy theories, we're still wondering why this cat howls the way he does. <laughs> it, it, it's
1: insane. But tonight, we're going to talk about some conspiracy theories on our journey down this rabbit hole. If you want to catch this show live and participate in the live chat, we currently stream on YouTube, Twitch, and Facebook by Twitter slash X, whatever you are. I don't like you no more. Anyways, after the airing of this live stream, you will be able to hear this show as well as any of our shows on iHeartRadio, iTunes, Radio Public, Google Podcasts,
0: Spotify, Amazon Music, Audible, and many others. So, and of course, we've got to give some quick hello's to everyone who is spending this Wednesday night with us. Hello to Lisa and Guy and Janice who has joined us. So Lisa
1: thought it was a baby. It was not a baby. That was a cat. We have, we have what a, a, a cat that we have is called a core rat and they are very needy.
0: One person. They suffer from separation anxiety. They
1: do. They have like anxiety issues. Hey, Rick. So it's Rick Davis is in the house. What's going on, Rick? So anyways, hey, it was not Taven. a baby. <laughs> Taven Rice is here.
0: <laughs> Taven said he's out sitting and thought his sister had a damn cat. <laughs> she didn't tell him about no that that would be be the little gray fur ball that climbed up on Wayne during the episode yeah. with Cheryl Costa and you know snuck a little peek at, at the camera yeah, and then he's he very
1: he's a very needy cat so
0: so, yeah, he yeah. does need
1: some Xanax. He, he
0: he needs something. I've heard of these, like, plug-in devices. My neighbor was telling me about plug-in devices that whatever the aroma is that it puts off, that it, like, calms these cats that have anxiety issues. Yeah, so s- something.
1: So, yeah. So, anyways, Michelle, what do we got going on?
0: Oh, Don't you have to do some... Uh, Other stuff here? Oh, well, I mean, of course, we have to say that, you know, this live show and the podcast happens because of, you know, everybody, the viewers, the listeners of the show, your amazing support. We hit a thousand subscribers, actually, a lot more than a thousand. So Surprisingly, that's we'll talk more about that in just a little bit, because I know that Guy Merritt's looking for that T-shirt. So is Lisa. Mm -hmm. So a little friendly competition going on. Um, if you want to help support the podcast, the links are below, of course, in the show um, in the show description with PayPal, the link tree, Patreon, but there are other ways. Remember that you know that like, share, and subscribe. That's how we got over a thousand. Now we just have to work on one other aspect of YouTube, and then. Yeah, to become like super chatable. Yeah, we'll be able
1: to do super chats and actually start having memberships and stuff. So if you don't want to do like the Patreon things, you can become a member on, uh, on YouTube. So there's a whole membership thing you can do. Now, the only thing about YouTube is that they take a they take a pretty decent chunk. I want to say like 40 percent, but it's very easy for people to do so you know what whatever i mean again we're not doing this for the money because god knows there isn't any money in it but you know
0: police <laughs> is like i want to remind you that i bought a mug so she's a shirt the match <laughs> hello mama dorothy dorothy has joined us hey what's going on dorothy nice to see you so we've got yeah. all kinds of stuff to yeah. talk about tonight and
1: Drink coffee
0: while we're doing it. Yep. And we also have to
1: give a quick shout out to our Patreon members. So we got Tabin R who's in the chat. Hey Tabin, good seeing you. We have Hava H, and we now have a new Patreon member, Lisa Bowden. So thank you, Lisa. Not only did you buy a mug, you became a Patreon member. So thank you very much. And just for $5 $5 a month, you guys can help subscribe, you know, to Patreon and uh, help support the show. So we also have like a kind of a, what I want to say, an ulterior motive to why we're going on so late tonight. Um, we got some traveling to do tomorrow out to the West Coast, and it's going to be a long day and late night traveling. So this will help us stay up for tomorrow as well. <laughs> So
0: we've got some, we've got some flying to do. The board passes are all printed and I'm still not packed. Yeah. Well, (laughs) so, but we're also here to celebrate. We're here to celebrate the fact that we have over a thousand subscribers now. So, and because of that, yep, we are giving away a t-shirt tonight.
1: Yes. So we will randomly pick a time here. Um, probably somewhere in the middle of our show where we're going to ask you guys to in chat in the comments, or actually in chat, not put in a the certain comments, number. We're going to say, put a number in the chat. And when we see you put that number in, we will copy your name and put it into a randomized wheel thing that we use in school for kids and things like that. And, uh, we'll see who gets the shirt. And then you'll have to email us what size you want and your address. And we will get that to you probably within the next eh, seven to 10 days. So, yeah, it'll be pretty cool. Wow. This feels rigged. (laughs) It's going to be random and I'll put it up on the screen once we get to it.
0: Oh, yes. You'll get to see the wheel and everything. Yeah. So it's the wheel of names. I like to use it in my classroom. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, you know what? I am the reason for this subject coming up. Um, It's not anything new. It's been around for years, but it has to do with one, you know, it has to do with one particular airport. And I think it's because of two reasons. One, because we're going to be at an airport you know, very, very soon. And I've looked up DTW, which is Detroit Metro and Romulus. And I cannot find any sort of like paranormal ghost or any stories that are attached to it. But there is one particular airport. And I think some of you may know about it. And it's the Denver airport. Yep. Now, we've never had any layovers in Denver. Um there's been a couple flights before going out to Sacramento where um Denver could be a possibility of a layover, you know, Salt Lake City. Um but we haven't had the luxury of stopping at this one yet. And I know that there's the story about the the mural, but there was a TikTok video that came yeah. up and I am guilty well, of watching those little videos. Are are you ready to uh are, do you have the video that I sent you? I don't. Oh, check your messenger. I sent you. All right. Well, video. wait a minute though. I send you a lot of things in messenger. I know, though. dude.
1: I just <laughs> <laughs> I'm seeing things about tsunamis and lakes.
0: Oh yeah, uh, I
1: sent Toyota, Jeep, and Ford or something like that. Oh, that was the urinal. Here we go. Video. All right, so hold on a minute. Did you find so, it? So, hey Let me let me share it, but before I do that So I see Hey baby, you know
0: what time it is? It it's time for what's in the news.
1: <laughs> yes, baby. What is in the news?
0: And here we go. Okay. (laughs) So now, mind you, and I know that I'm not the only one, like, I will chill out on the couch with my phone in my hand going through my Facebook because I don't get into, you know, TikTok and Instagram and Snapchat and all of those. But those video feeds that come up in Facebook, I get drawn into those watching like different, you know, Dollar Tree ones, crafting, cooking. Like TikTok is the way that Yeah, it Yeah. For me, it's like visual crack. I'm like... I will get on those videos, and hours later, I realize that I know know how to make these really cool pizza roll-ups in a pan. But this one went through, and I had to stop and go, okay, I've heard about the mural at Denver Airport, but I had never heard this particular conspiracy theory. So, Wayne, show the, the video.
2: All right, here we go. This mistake with the Denver Airport Conspiracy. Normally, secured areas around the world use barbed wire fences to ensure security, where the barbed part of the fence is usually directed outward to deter intrusions into the area. You see this type of setup at airports, military bases, and even Area 51. But there's a place where this whole setup is inverted. If you walk through the complex of Denver International Airport, you'll notice that the barbed part of the fence is strangely directed inward, like in prisons. It's as if the barbed wire is trying to prevent something from getting out. (gasps) Additionally, new reports have surfaced with former employees claiming to hear a powerful roar when walking in the lower levels of the airport. This has led some people to wonder if, instead of being just an ordinary airport, the complex was built as a prison for reptilian beings. (laughs) And precisely a few weeks ago, a traveler went to the basement restroom of the airport. And what he saw revealed the truth about this place. Do you want a part two to find out what he saw? We made a serious mistake.
0: (laughs) Okay. I saw that I had, I had to stop for a second. I was intrigued by the whole barbed wire concept. It was like, you know, holy shit. Are they, you know, keeping something in? And then of course it's like fast forward to the reptilian, but that was the reason that I started doing a little bit of digging because again, I had heard about the mural But there are a lot of conspiracy theories that if you were to Google conspiracy theory and airport, Denver is like the number one airport for conspiracy theories. They have a huge underground
1: uh, underground complex um, for moving uh, luggage from the terminals and all of that stuff. But I'll tell you. It's, uh, I don't know where they're getting reptilians and, and stuff from. Uh, uh, that's strange. But that mural, that mural that's on the wall is really, really, really bizarre. So
0: Well, I did a little bit of digging. And there was an article that came out in May of this year. um, And New York Times, I mean, we know how the New York Times are. Usually they're... Once you get in there, they're, like, fishing for, um, oh, what is it? Money. Some sort of subscription. Absolutely. Yeah. The blue horse statue. Oh, yeah. That, With we'll the demonic get that. eyes. The, there it is right there. Did you? Were you able to pull up? Yeah, up? yeah. There we go. So the chasing conspiracy theories at Denver Airport. Again, the reason I pulled this article, one, the video, two, the fact that we're going to be at an airport soon.
1: Um by the way we got some new uh, people joining us. We got Old Captain 8. We got Lady I, I want to say if or whatever. She says hi. I stumbled upon a live sweet. Welcome. Glad to have you here. Uh who hey, else stick not around sure. with us? We're giving a shirt away tonight. Yeah. Hey, not sure. Yep. So greetings everybody.
0: Oh, Diane Boss. Hey, hey. Diane. Greetings, Diane. Diane yes. is like three hours behind us so it's still early for her yeah all right all right so let's talk about this this conspiracy
1: theories because i talked to somebody at the cosmic summit about this a little bit and discovered that the person i was talking to did a whole episode about conspiracy theories and the denver airport on the history channel on his show so we're going to We're going to talk about that here in a minute. So, Michelle, why don't you go ahead and take it away?
0: Well, this one, the writer had either interviewed or dug up some information about this Tiffany Sue, who had planned to fly to Denver for a wedding. Um, And then I love this. She got much more than she bargained for. Mm -hmm. And it was more than just the mural and the the horse statue. The Mustang, I like in quotes, the 32-foot tall. Equian sculpture outside the Denver International Airport has drawn the interest of conspiracy theorists for 15 years. That's it. Um, So Tiffany Sue, who reports on misinformation for the New York Times, was.
1: Wait a minute. (laughs) (laughs) Hold on a minute. So let's talk about (laughs) misinformation in the New York Times. She's got to be a new writer. Yeah, she's look at
0: that face on her. She's young. She's a newbie. Well, no, that's Sarah. We're Tiffany. We don't get a picture of Tiffany. Tiffany's like, I'm too new. I don't get my picture out there. That's right. So, but she reports on misinformation for the New York Times, was researching flights to Denver for a wedding late last year when she Googled Denver Airport and an article about lizard people popped up. And I know exactly what she's talking about because rep, that's exactly what was popping up when I started looking for, you know, looking at it. So <clears throat> And of course, she was like, What? <laughs> so she did some digging and came across conspiracy theories about the airport that involved secret world governments, the Illuminati. So that's what they're referring to with mm-hmm. that. Reptilian humanoids, ghosts, and aliens, all in one airport. So one theory contended that the travel hub was the headquarters for the Illuminati, and Mustang, a cobalt colored equine statue. Also known as Blucifer, that stands on hind legs outside the airport has captivated conspiracy theorists for 15 years. Uh, Let's see, Blucifer's creator died finishing the statue in 2006 after a piece came loose and struck him. Okay, (laughs) when they say that you learn something new every day, his his artwork. I just Killed learned that, that the thing. crater died making. I mean, this.
1: okay, look, it's thirty feet, thirty-two foot tall sculpture outside the Denver International Airport. You're getting ready to go on an aircraft, okay? Now we have the safest planes in the world and everything else. You're driving to the airport and you're going towards your terminals. And this is what's greeting you when you, this is just the start.
0: Why? Why would you want that? I hope they don't have tons of terminals because I would get lost and totally pass up what I'm driving to. They're huge, but
1: why? It's not like a peaceful, welcoming sculpture. The thing's got blood veins
0: running through it, glowing evil eyes. Dude, come on. Anyways, go ahead, Michelle. So, well, obviously this kind of sparked an article with her. So she had shared the craziest tales she came across, how she obtained access to the airport's underground tunnels and how she balanced the desire to share interesting stories with the responsibility to debunk them. So, and then there is the edited interview below. So upon talking to this, Miss Tiffany, Where did you even start? I flew into Denver early on a Thursday and I spent most of the day walking around and talking to people in the airport. Okay. Did you find that the conspiracy theories were common knowledge? She said, I met with a woman who used to work in Denver who was sitting right underneath an animatronic talking gargoyle. (laughs) I asked her, are you aware of the conspiracy theories, including the ones that the gargoyles are satanic? She's sitting there under the gargoyle and saying, no, I've never heard this. What is it? And then the gargoyle piped up and said something ridiculous.
1: <laughs> yeah, gargoyles, but, you know, that's, yeah.
0: I that, thought That's that normal gar- in airports. Come on. But I thought gargoyles were meant to ward off.
1: Yeah, they they were... Guardians, right? They they were yeah. supposed to be statues of guardians, and then they became animated to protect buildings and things like that.
0: That's what I knew them for. Um, how long has the Denver International Airport had such an interesting reputation? While people were suspicious from the time that the site was proposed in the late 1980s, it's not a short drive from the airport to downtown Denver. You drive through a substantial stretch of plains. It's very picturesque. You can see the mountains in the background and it is actually quite lovely, but it is so remote. So when administrators proposed building this airport in what I felt like the middle of nowhere, people asked what's going on. What are they trying to hide? Well, probably they didn't have enough land to build that type of airport. From what I heard, it's massive.
1: It is. So it's not even done yet. And And they've already had to shut down certain areas of it because they don't, they've updated certain areas of it with the, um, the underground like tracks and things like they will load your luggage onto these huge conveyor belts that run underneath the airport and they will, You know, the technology and all that will move your stuff to the place it's supposed to go so you can get it at baggage claim. It's really bizarre.
0: Well, you figure that's how probably most, if not all, airports are. Mm -hmm. Um, And I say, you know, not all of them because some of the smaller airports probably don't necessarily need the tunnel systems. But I mean, heck, even Disney has tunnel systems where they travel from one spot to the next. It's how Mickey and, you know, goes from one place to the next. Um, she said, how many people did you speak with around two dozen? I talked to restaurant servers later on when I was in the city, I had an Uber driver who was going off on Blucifer and food storage mounds on the property to prepare for the apocalypse. (laughs) So she said it was pretty funny because almost everyone had some sort of opinion on what was going on at the airport. But Dorothy, like you said, you know, the apocalyptic feeling going on in the, the mural. Um, so, and then just a little bit about the, you know, the airport staff that, you know, whether they believe in it or not, I mean, you guys can definitely take a look at it, but you know, what, what do you guys think? Do you, do you think that there's reptilians underneath the Denver airport?
1: I, you know, I honestly, I don't know if there would be reptilians, but I'll tell you what.
0: There is something really bizarre. I want to go to Denver airport. airport. I want to go to Denver airport just to see if the barb or bar uh, barb wire really is inward to keep something in instead of the the outward. It's one one of the
1: airports I've never been to, so.
0: Yeah, very, very
1: interesting. I know. It, yeah, Diane says right here, anything is possible. Yeah. You know, they're,
0: they're... Curious. Like I said, getting ready to go to an airport, and we've got some layovers going on, Um, but couldn't find any conspiracy theories about yeah. Dallas or Phoenix. All right, Michelle. So we have
1: some late-breaking news I want to cover and I think it's been covered by uh other people today I'm not really sure uh, I've been not into the uh the whole thing lately but let's bring this up and talk about this news article right yeah this is this is messed up th- th- this is what I'm gonna say is
0: this the one that you were telling me yeah. about in the car yeah UFO whistleblower oh David yeah Grush this one says his
1: health records <laughs> were leaked and this is coming from News Nation, so this is uh, this is a, a little crazy, man. <clears> I'm not I, I'm not happy about
0: this. Um oh, whether, Captain cabinet. I wish Peru that would be nice, but no, no. <laughs> we're yeah. we're staying within the the U.S. However, wait a minute. Let's see what Dorothy had to say here. There could there be could rep-
1: be reptilians, but. There's probably something really bizarre underground there. Maybe they're holding their stash of UFOs there. I've heard that really it's designed like to double as an underground bunker. And this is where a lot of the government people will like hide, or this is like where they'll have the, what do they call it? The, continuality of government or something along those lines it's really it's
0: like the pentagon underground yeah
1: it's like for a section of of governmental leaders and stuff like that kind of like torty
0: said that this has been all over the place yeah
1: well let's dive into this one here real quick though um and we'll we'll chat about this and, and the bullet points are david grush claimed the government has a ufo retrieval program A journalist says that someone leaked Grush's medical records to the media and Grush says that I'm glad I got help. Uh, I need it for PTSD. So this is actually out today. And News Nation exclusive interview with UFO whistleblower David Grush sparked international attention with his claim that the U S government has secretly been in possession of non-human spacecraft investigative journalist. Russ called says Grush believes the government may now be behind an effort to release his medical records and an effort to smear his credibility.
0: Dude. As soon as you start releasing medical records, that is the sole purpose
1: yep hey so, hey, nathan. nathan from
0: the quantum <laughs> show what's
1: going on my man thanks for joining us we are celebrating over a thousand subs now
0: yay hey we have finally lifted part of that shadow band from youtube <laughs> yeah so we're celebrating coffee once and we hit giving out a t-shirt once tonight. we hit a
1: thousand we ended up with like another three or four hundred and so it's like once you hit that thousand mark i guess you're Searchable or something. I don't know. But, anyways, let's continue on with this. In a statement to News Nation, Grush said he learned the Intercept intends to publish an article that highlights previous struggles he had with post-traumatic stress disorder, grief, and depression. Uh, specifically incidents in 2014 and 2018. Coldheart thinks someone in the intelligence community leaked Grush's medical records to the outlet. And then he says here, a temporary detention order transfer, Grush, to a psych- psychiatric unit and inpatient programmer, he got the treatment that he needed. And this document that if the media had done the right thing would be in his police department file in the county sheriff's office, Coldheart told News Nation host Chris Kumo on Tuesday. Coldheart continued, Dave checked today because he assumed that the journalist had done his homework and just asked the local sheriff for files. The sheriff has confirmed. It did not come from him. The only other place that had this information is the intelligence community. The intelligence community leaked it. Now that's from Colt That's what he's saying.
0: Well, there's a violation of HIPAA. Well,
1: I was going to say there's, HIPAA laws in place that you can't release people's medical records without their permission.
0: Right. I saw So a lawsuit.
1: yeah. So during his interview with Colt the UFO whistleblower blower volunteered the information about his previous mental issues, mental health issues. When I asked him whether he, there was any dirt that anybody could drag out, to try to discredit him, he barely thought it was worth mentioning, but he acknowledged that he suffered from PTSD when he returned from Afghanistan. Coldheart said "Dave, David served his country honorably and with distinction. He's a decorated officer. So in his own statement, Grush said he struggled after coming home from Afghanistan and with the loss of a friend. I was personally affected again years later when a close friend of mine, an intelligence officer, was serving in the Air Force Special Operations Command at the time, took his own life shortly after we spoke. Grush said, "I'm proud to be a trans. Uh, I'm gl- I'm proud to be transparent on this matter, and I'm glad I got the help I needed to continue my intelligence career." So this guy has been in intelligence. It, if this happened way back in 2000 and he had these issues, where was What it? is
0: that part about his son overdose? Now he's sounding on sounding out. About I think that's fentanyl.
1: A, I think that's a different. Boy, that's a bad story. place to
0: put that line.
1: I think that's like a link to go to a different story. Yikes. Uh, let's see. Anyways, where did I leave off? Um, With the information about Grush experiencing PTSD, the Department of Defense allowed Grush to keep his security clearance. If it was that big of a deal, don't you think they would have taken it?
0: I was going to say, if he was that mentally ill, they would have taken it.
1: Yeah. So it says here the intelligence community and the Defense Department clearly accepted that there was no issue because he was allowed to keep his security clearance. All right. All right. So Grush told Coltart that PTSD doesn't affect him anymore, and that it has not impacted the information he has come forward with about UFOs. Coltart believes there should be an investigation into how Grush's records were shared. Absolutely. So again, uh, oh, this is almost done. Uh, let's see. Grush told Coltart that PTSD doesn't. Oh wait, man, I just read that, didn't I? Uh, for anyone. To seek to use the suffering of veterans, people who are dealing with PTSD, is utterly reprehensible. It's contemptible and it should be exposed, Coulthard said. There should be an investigation into how a sensitive file like this was so obviously leaked within the intelligence community to try and discredit a good human being. Grush, a former Air Force officer and intelligence official, testified. Before Congress, that the U.S. has a secret UFO retrieval program and that people have been harmed in government cover-ups of UFO technology. So there you go.
0: You know, this is as bad as how some of the soldiers were treated coming back from Vietnam. Yeah. I mean. that That's hardcore. That is beyond violation yeah. of HIPAA laws.
1: All right. So let's get caught up here with a uh, wow. chat for a minute, Michelle. So I see there's a lot going on here.
0: Uh, Oh, like Nathan said, you know, the suffers, it doesn't go away. It gets managed. Correct.
1: Yeah. Yeah. You learn how to manage that stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, Somebody says I have complex PTSD as well. It's no joke. Yep. Uh, Totally not gone either but i manage it it's because and then dorothy says it's because we've gravely wounded in our souls with traumas in life yep and here's the interesting thing too about trauma is that i don't know if other people have heard this in chat let me know if you've heard this or not and i believe there's studies going on that trauma can be handed down genetically into offspring it like trauma affects your DNA. And so that trauma can be passed on just genetically to your offspring. It is uh, very interesting. Um, anyways, what do you guys, have you guys read that or heard that? I thought I heard something that there was studies going on back when I was in college, when I was doing my, uh, um, bachelor's in psychology so, yeah, I'm Native American, mm-hmm. so Lady lady, If says I'm Native American, and there's a lot of studies about it being inherited in our DNA. Yeah.
0: Yep, and Dorothy, I've heard the same thing about Holocaust survivors. The children had genetic changes. Yep. So, and they are more susceptible to it. Well, you know what, Wayne, the article, this article that you found from News Nation, yep. you know, as I was hurrying back from dropping my, my daughter off at her father's Um, it explains the article that I found previously today. um, Okay.
1: Which article you want to go to
0: nation? I, you know what? I will come back to the Louisiana one, go to the intercept um, obtained UFO whistleblower because it would make sense now with that second Uh, bullet point.
1: Okay. Let me, uh,
0: so I was kind of already hitting on what this one, you know, Nathan, I am very curious about the Agent Orange effects being passed on genetically because um, I have four older brothers, and three of them fought in Vietnam. Mm-hmm. Um, the oldest one, for sure, suffers um, from Agent Orange. Well, my he dad has one child. Yeah, my dad
1: um, served in Vietnam, and he took parts in part in some of these tests. Um that involved Agent Orange and other things. I don't think he ingested any, but he said that they would have news guys out there in, in the bases out in Vietnam, and they would have the guys sitting there taking spoonfuls of Agent Orange and eating it and showing, hey, look, it doesn't affect humans at all. It just kills the mosquitoes in the jungle so people don't get malaria and get really sick but there were uh, apparently news art news tv shows and things during the war to help propagate that belief that it wasn't going to hurt anybody and then i know my dad got some kind of a a settlement or whatever from the government because of his exposure to agent orange because he was on helicopters all the time so yeah crazy stuff all right, so Michelle, this is uh intercept well so this here's is the from- thing
0: it is the it's the same information, yeah, but it seems that News Nation, man, they were just cranking these out today. Well, I don't know what you know time- why.
1: News Nation is the uh the the news show that and I, I'm dragging because I'm getting tired, <laughs> but um they're the show that broke David Grush with uh Russ culthart interviewing them they're the ones that broke it so they're going to be on top of all this stuff
0: you know i remember through most of my lifetime when i lived in my own little box and the only stuff that i really worried about was what affected me or my family or people close to me and then 2018 happened and i am just like all over the place so i swear i need like a personal secretary to write down all the things that i look into so how about everybody's following by. I out for a minute. Hey, welcome by, back, guy. All right. Well, again, you got a couple articles that will have, you know, linked um, yeah, the with the show in the yeah. show notes that you can take a look at. Either one of them um, are going to give you the most current information about uh, the release of the medical information, which, again, I'm going to go back and I'm going to say it's bullshit. So,
1: yeah, they, they should not be releasing nope, his nope, medical nope. information here. Here's the thing that if he had run ins with like PTSD and then coming home and getting into arguments with his wife and getting put into a psychiatric hospital. And I think he was later divorced or there was some type of domestic violence. I'm not sure, but I'll tell you uh this, you know they're trying to make him out to be non-credible where there have been people that have come forward that he worked with in the UAP task force and things like that, who have said he is beyond reproach with how well he does his job and how honest he is. Now the one thing that goes against Grush, this is my thing. He says that he's never seen any of this stuff He's just because he was on the UAP task force, he was given information from other people about these retrieval programs and about non-human biologics, which can mean anything, by the way. It can Um, be uh, bacteria from someplace else. It can be proteins, uh, sugars, things like that that are are foreign to Earth. So, you know.
0: Well, and I agree with Nathan as far as News Nation becoming more of like the propaganda push. But you know what? Stuff like this, it at least gets us talking yeah. and analyzing, you know, why are they doing it, and how horrible it is that they're doing it, um, and just calling it out for what it is. Yeah. So, you know, at I mean, least that's a pretty low it, blow. I mean, serves, honestly. If it serves, oh, absolutely. Um, but, even if News Nation serves that purpose alone, of just getting us talking. Yeah. All right. So
1: that article will also be in the show description here in a little bit.
0: Well, you know what? We've got two articles to go that we pulled up. I mean, we got to talk about this the the Jerusalem news about Louisiana. I mean, at least it's not the Texas report where they were trying to figure out what this little the what was it like tiny. Alien creature, and it ended up being like a, a bagworm. <laughs> yeah. After they analyzed it more, they were like going to the to the people of the community, like you know what what is this little thing? It it looks foreign. It looks like a little alien, and it ended up being a bagworm. We didn't pull that article on you guys, so yeah. Um, but before no 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 not Louisiana yet, Wayne. Which one do you want? It to do? is eleven forty four. Oh. I think that is, or are we going to take a break? (gasps) We're going to take a break and then we're going to come back and tell you the lucky number.
1: Yes. So after the break, I will tell you guys who are live in chat right now, what number to type into chat. And then when your number comes up, we will put you in for the drawing for a free t-shirt. And the t-shirt is like this one,
0: Michigan UFO sightings and paranormal encounters. Yep. With driver. With driver. All right. So five minute break. Yep. And then we're going to tell you the magic number.
1: We'll be right back.
0: Traveling near New Boston, Michigan? Hungry? Well, then you need to check out New Boston Coney and Grill Tucked Away at 37005 here on River Drive with daily specials, homemade soups and desserts, and a staff that makes you feel like family. You will not be disappointed. Give them a try for dine-in or carry-out at 734-606-5313. You can find their page, including their menu on Facebook. Bon Appetit!
2: Hi there, this is Christina Gomez of Paradigm
0: Shifts and the Debrief Media, and you're listening to Wayne and Michelle on the Michigan UFO Sightings
2: and Paranormal Encounters podcast. Hi, this is Ray Shemansky, author of the Alien Shades of Grey trilogy. And you're listening to Wayne and Michelle on the Michigan UFO Sightings and Paranormal Encounters podcast. Hi, I'm Greg Little, co-author of Origins of the God with England's Andrew Collins. It's a great book. It's about UFOs and the paranormal, and it gives an explanation. It's not what you think. And you are listening to Wayne and Michelle on the Michigan UFO Sightings and Paranormal Encounters podcast.
0: Hello, my name is Burton and I am the host of Follow the Reaper podcast
2: where every episode we examine first- and secondhand true paranormal encounters. And you're listening to Wayne and Michelle on the Michigan UFO Sightings and Paranormal Encounters podcast.
0: everyone, this is Jared Murphy of NotAliens.com, and you are listening to Wayne and Michelle from Michigan UFO Sightings and Paranormal Encounters Podcast.
2: Hey there, it's Richard Serrett, occasional weekend guest host of Coast to Coast AM and host of The Conspiracy Show. And you're listening to Wayne and Michelle's Michigan UFO Sightings and Paranormal Encounters Podcast. What's up, everyone? This is Burton.
1: And Aaron from Lost in the Dark Podcast.
2: And raise your horns because you're listening to Wayne and Michelle from Michigan UFO Sightings and Paranormal Encounters Podcast. You guys, it's your girl
0: Gemma Jade from Gemma Jade YouTube, Moon Bear Oracle, Paranormal Chop Shop. You're here listening to Wayne and Michelle with the Michigan UFO Sightings and Paranormal Encounters Podcast.
2: Hi, this is Chris Leto of the Chris Leto YouTube channel, retired F-16 pilot turned UAP investigator, and you are listening to Wayne and Michelle on the Michigan UFO sightings and paranormal encounters podcast. All right,
1: everybody, we're back. All right. (laughs) That was a quick break, man. They go by so fast. So, uh, Girl in the Desert, hey, we got a new uh, watcher and listener. Thank you for joining us tonight. Great to have you with us. Remember, like, share, and subscribe, folks. Now, I want to ask real quick, Girl in the Desert, are you from Nevada, Laughlin area, maybe? Just wondering. We left some business cards out there. (laughs) We kind of did when we went on our last trip.
0: Hey, and Lady F moved back from Vegas. I'm wearing my Las Vegas shirt.
1: Ah, just moved from Las Vegas. All right.
0: Hey, back to Michigan. Yeah,
1: we're heading out to uh, Reno tomorrow. But and then, then Lake Tahoe, Tahoe from there just for a couple of days and we'll be right back. So,
0: oh, Arizona. All right. Tonopah. We drove through there. We drove through there when we got married because that's a we, test flew, range. we flew into Vegas and took the long drive with my family yep. to Lake Tahoe. So yeah, we, I know the where Tone-a-paw that's Tonopod test range. Yeah.
1: That's a supposed to be a pretty spooky place. All right. Now we've never done this before because we've never had to celebrate getting a lot of viewers or anything. So, uh, Man. But it's a
0: Wednesday night and it, you guys it, have stayed up with us. Yes.
1: So, we're going to go ahead and get this started. First of all, I want to show you guys the the wheel of names. Just in case you're not familiar with this. This is something teachers like to use I when love. it comes to picking like students to do something in the room or, or whatever. Or different
0: activities. Yeah. So, so, here is where, Wayne, yeah. are you ready to type? Yeah. So, we're going to give ahead. you
1: let, let me let me do like Wayne and then Michelle, my best friend,
0: my bit, be- my best friend.
1: All right. So we're going to cut and paste your names out of the chat into this area here. And then we hit, uh, where is it? Dun, 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 where's the, bo- Oh, click the spin. So you click and sp- and it spins and it randomly picks, a name out of the list and it looks like my best my, friend my, my best friend my you best know, we, friend's
0: gonna win we we go around so. the house calling each other best friend best friend Right. okay so that's <laughs> that's how it works all right dorothy we are always celebrating because we're still on <laughs> summer vacation even yeah. though i'm getting all kinds of work emails and apparently i'm getting <laughs> a student teacher too this, this fall um all right. But yeah, so we got to cel- celebrate everything. I'm going to start. Uh, what number are you giving? Okay. Wayne? You ready,
1: everybody? Here's the number you need to type into chat to get your name put into. Ding, ding, ding. That the wheel box of names. There. That one. That one. Okay. You ready? The lucky number is 18. Type the number 18 and we will add your name to the wheel.
0: All right. I'm watching chat. So we got Tabin. We got Tabin. We got Not Sure. Not Sure. Nathan. Nathan. Lady If. Dorothy.
1: Lady If. Old Captain. Eight. You got Dorothy. Yep. Girl in the desert. Guy. Hold on. I'll get Dorothy here in a minute. I think I already got Guy. No, I didn't. Guy, Diane, and then hold on, Dorothy. And then here comes the other cra- cat that is needy and crabby all at the same time. All right, so we got Guy, we got Dorothy, we got Diane. Uh, who did I miss, Michelle? Uh, I see two, four, six, eight, nine. We got nine people in.
0: Diane's like, Can I, I know. I see Diane. more and more and more. <laughs> Let's see. I got Dorothy. Does anybody not see their name on the wheel?
1: So type in 18 in the chat. If you want to be entered into our drawing for a free Michigan UFO sightings and paranormal encounters podcast t shirt We will send it to you right from our uh, supplier, Teespring. <laughs> Diane, that doesn't work. Type an 18 in a bunch of times.
0: Okay, going once. Diane go. is cheating. No, she's go only in. listed it once. Going twice. All no. right. All right. Are we ready? Yep. Spin that wheel. Let's spin it. Here we go. And here we go. And where are we going? Where are we going? Where are we going? Where are we going? Girl in the desert. <laughs> girl in the desert. However, you know, this is where you know that Wayne is not an English teacher, but yeah, he's married to I one know. because girl really in the desert one.
1: <laughs> hey, Samantha Morris the cat has just shown up. All right. So girl in the desert, please will you email us the size shirt you want? to this email address right there, oh,
0: mi.ufo.podcast at gmail.com. Yeah, we need to know where to send the shirt to and what size you would like.
1: Yep. Yep. So, very good. Congratulations, girl in the desert. Uh, newbie luck, I guess, right? You know what? i
0: I think that's exactly... But it's like this old saying. Yeah. All right, Michelle.
1: I'm feeling generous. Let's take Girl in the Desert out. Are you taking Furl in the Desert out? And. Oh, wait a second. Let's do, it. do one more. Okay.
0: Hi, okay. Samantha. You know what? Nope. Take all the names out. I'm going to make you type again. No. Yes. I want to pick a different number.
1: Oh no well okay all right
0: so, all right guys all right here get, we go
1: one more free t-shirt coming out
0: okay and girl i'm in the
1: desert hold on girl in the desert cannot type the number in
0: she already won so all right guys get ready ready the number i'm picking this one pick it the number is 27 Ooh, 27 guys 27 into chat to
1: get a free t-shirt All right, here we go.
0: All right, we got Tabin. We got Not Sure, Lady If, Guy, Dorothy, Diane, Old Captain 8, Samantha. Did we get everyone <laughs> lady of in what's really odd about the number 27? It's always been my favorite number. But then 12 years ago, it was also uh, March 27th was the day that my mom passed. I'm like, that's just crazy Yeah, here. I've always loved the number 27. And now I'm forced through the rest of my life to have mixed feelings about that number.
1: Okay. So I'm going to do this. So for people uh in chat, if you did not type twenty seven in. Okay, so we got a three minute timer or three minute, thirty second timer. I'm giving you thirty seconds to put twenty seven into the live chat to get your name entered into the drawing.
0: But <laughs> for <her> socks <laughs> and underwear tomorrow. You know what? Guy, keep asking for socks and I'm going to send you a pair of my, my daughter's, uh, my daughter's socks from Bandcamp. Yeah. All right.
1: <laughs> okay. Here we go. Last call 27 into the live chat right now to get your name entered into the free t-shirt
0: giveaway. 27. Those socks would ward off evil evil
1: looking 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 okay i think we got everybody diane 27 (laughs) just just making making sure sure. all right okay you ready all right
0: guys we are going with one more in three two one then we need to check out the article about louisiana all right here we go and our second winner is it's guy Merritt. Hey, hey guy you're gonna have a new shirt To go with the socks and underwear that you're searching out. (laughs) Sounds like somebody needs to write a letter to Santa. All right.
1: All right, Guy, congratulations. Please email us. Okay. Email us at mi.ufo.podcast at gmail.com. I was going to say
0: your size information. (laughs) Well, I have a feeling that we're going to do this again in the future. I think so. Pretty soon, once uh, we meet the. Yeah. Now, now we have a new goal, right?
1: In order for us to, uh, get, uh, monetized, I guess, or whatever it is for YouTube, but for us to be able to get super chats and things like that, you also need a total of like 3000 public watch hours of your videos. So all of our shows, all of our audio podcasts, all of our lives are up on our channel. So if you guys can go and watch some of those and get those hours added up for us when we hit that 3000 hour public uh watch mark and we can monetize
0: and do all that stuff
1: we will do that, another drawing.
0: Taping that is funny that you guy girl <laughs> in the desert and guy merit.
1: Girl yep. and a guy one. All right, so guy and girl in the desert, please email us at mi.ufo.podcast at gmail.com, the size of the shirt you want. And yes, guy, we're going to we're gonna upsize you, all right, because there there's different cuts of shirts I found out. There's like a comfort tee, there's the classic tee, and all of that. The classic tees are the tighter tees. The comfort tees are the ones that are very loose and baggy so they're those nice. comfort teas are the ones that we're going to order for you guys so
0: they're nice they're so yeah oh thank
1: you girl in the desert says so, so happy to be here and to yeah those uh, those watch re-listen. hours
0: yeah youtube is so tricky on stuff i mean we're they at are. like 2800 watch hours we started what in yeah, late you november have one year
1: as, as not a,
0: even a year as a new podcaster or
1: broadcaster or whatever um, you have one year to get your numbers or they don't count. So, I mean, we've only been doing this eight months now live. The podcast has been around a while, but
0: good night girl in the desert.
1: Yep. Good night. Congratulations. Girl in the desert. Also guy Merritt. We're going to talk about what one
0: more article. Uh, We got two more two more but you know what we might be able to save that you know the yeah. one with the 2027 is yep. when uh aliens are going to show themselves all right let's go so, to the one the ufo sighting where aliens were spotted in the skies above louisiana gotcha all
1: right <laughs> and just real quick one more time Uh
0: girl in the desert
1: and guy merit please email us at mi.ufo.podcast at gmail.com with the size shirt you want i think they go all the way up to like four or five x with our supplier so you know if you want a big shirt you more than welcome to uh let us know so but welcome girl in the desert
0: so you just never know what you're gonna find when you start playing out on the internet uh, especially when you type in UFOs. Of course, everything right now was about, you know, the hearings and, you know, what uh, they pulled in that crazy FOIA report and digging up the health of Grush. But this popped up today. So published, you know, earlier today from the Jerusalem Post, UFO sightings were aliens spotted in the skies above Louisiana. So, the residents of Louisiana, USA, were stressed by photos of a bright ball flying at 4.30 a.m., raising many questions in the country. I love their artwork there that they picked.
1: That, that is a great piece of artwork right there.
0: So, I love their <laughs> yeah, pop-up ads UFO, that are I'll tell you. driving me crazy. Is there a little X? Nope. Trying right. to... Nope, trying to get past some of these pop-up ads. Oh, man, you're getting hit with ads bad. I am, man.
1: I'll take the first paragraph here. It says, as UFO sightings continue to make headlines, experts claim to possess evidence of extraterrestrial existence, further fueling the fascination surrounding such phenomenon. A recently uploaded video on social media captured the attention of many as it showcased a mysterious green fireball illuminating the skies over Louisiana, leaving residents perplexed and anxious about the spectacle. And I'm going to add in something here.
0: We got the, um, the videos in here too. So we'll have to watch yeah, it.
1: Um, there's also another video I'm going to play for you guys that came from one of our group members over on Facebook, the Michigan UFO sightings of paranormal encounters group. And I'm going to play that one for you guys as well. Um, but all right, Michelle. What to stay with
0: here? this one. Uh, so the footage recorded by security cameras of Louisiana residents displayed a vivid green light filling the night sky before vanishing abruptly. While some experts attribute the event to a meteor disintegrating upon entry into Earth's atmosphere. Mm-hmm. Wait a second. What does this sound like again? Yeah, this sounds Vegas. Like Las
1: Vegas. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Locals remain convinced that the object was, in fact, a UFO that landed nearby.
1: All right, do you, do you want me to play it now? Yeah, I want you to play All right, the video. right, let's check this out. Yeah, meteor. that's a meteor.
0: Meteor. This is yeah, a different ooh, angle. But I'll that. tell you meteor. what, that that's looks cool. awesome. <laughs> Somebody's ring camera was doing its job. Yes, yes, they were. Uh, were aliens spotted in Louisiana, the sightings, which occurred in Gretna, South of new Orleans, Louisiana on July 14th at 4 30 AM generated considerable interest among residents in the surrounding areas. However, if you think about it this way, this, I just stumbled upon the article. Didn't get a whole lot of coverage on this one. Like the Vegas one did. Um, So reports of the unusual event quickly spread, prompting meteorologists to acknowledge receiving numerous accounts of the green fireball phenomenon. The American Meteorological Society has taken notice and is investigating the documented footage. Still call it meteor. Mm -hmm. Coinciding with the release of highly classified government documents concerning UFOs, news of this phenomenon has reverberated throughout the Internet. The incident has captivated the public at a time when American politicians are embroiled in heated discussions over the the disclosure of secretive UFO-related information. Um, Social media outlets, particularly Twitter, X, whatever it's going by nowadays, have seen considerable discussion on the subject, with many commenters expressing their belief that the object is indeed a UFO, not a meteor. Well, good luck with that, because the way that it's shooting down there.
1: Yeah, that's yeah. that's a meteor. I, I'm pretty confident that I
0: would. <laughs> Nathan said Twixter. Yeah. Oh, is that no, another new name? But he, but here's Sounds like a
1: candy bar. He, okay, here's something interesting. And uh, people that are new to the show don't realize this, but, you know, I'm a earth and space science teacher. And I'm very interested in... Things in outer space and stuff like that. And I recently went to the um, uh, Cosmic Summit where Randall Carlson was, uh, George Howard, also known as the Cosmic Tusk. And I met with a lot of scientists and and people who are interested in these cataclysmic events coming from space. And so, even if this is just like a meteor or whatever. It's still something interesting that we should take note of because, was it, 10,000, no, 12,500 years ago, the, the ending of the last ice age. Uh, there's really compelling evidence that we were impacted, especially here in Michigan, when we were just a gigantic ice sheet, we were impacted by something from space and it quickly melted the ice in North America and this is where we get our, our nice climate. I know everybody bitches about climate change and everything, but we are in one of the most stable, most temperate climates in the last 12,000 years. And a lot of the myths and everything that have come out of the, the religions of the world about floods seems to originate from the survivors of this cataclysm. So, you know, it, it's, it's very interesting and it should be something that we do look at and keep our eyes to the sky because these are dangerous. Now, I don't think they're related in any way to any kind of extraterrestrial craft or anything like that. So you can have both things being true at the same time. So I just wanted to put that out there that that is, you know, that should be a a real, real thing. So. All right, Michelle, what do you think? Where are we at here? I think we're going to hold that other article until our next show. Okay. Yep. And we're going to we're going to be gone for a few days and then we'll come back and we'll probably do another show like next Wednesday, probably a little later in the evening again. If we've hit our special. If we
0: hit the magic 3,000 hours. Otherwise, of, we're going to hold out until Saturday.
1: Right. We'll hold on to, to next Saturday. Um, just a couple ideas or, or things that we got lined up coming up here. So talking about like cataclysms and things affecting the earth. We're going to be having uh, Jared Murphy coming on here soon. Once he gets his schedule under control a little bit. Um, Some of you may or may not know, but he actually died (laughs) a few weeks ago. Uh, He had a massive heart attack and they found him. His workers found him slumped over in his car dead. They revived him. Not the, the EMS people did. The workers didn't touch him, so we don't know how long he was actually in his car, unconscious. Well, basically dead, no pulse. They brought him back. He spent he's he's doing rehab and everything, but the guy's already back to work and working on projects and stuff. He sounds great. And we were talking, and uh yeah, we love Jared. He he's like a, he's a, good a long dude. lost brother. And he's a good dude. And uh, he'll be coming on the show. And he put out a documentary a few years back called Terra Core. And we're going to go ahead and we're going to live stream that on both of our channels. And we're going to stop it and do live commentary during his documentary. So that's the big thing we got going on right now. And I also have... Um, f- oh, by the way, Scott Walters was the guy who has a show on, or had a show on history channel who I talked to down at the cosmic summit about the, uh, the Colorado Denver airport. And, um, I got feelers out to him trying to get him to come on the show. and We're going to talk about it because he investigated the airport, the Denver airport. And I really want to bring him on to see what his conclusions are and if his ideas have changed. Um, but he's really focused on Knights Templar and things like that in his books. And uh, our history, ladies and gentlemen, our history is far different than what we've been taught. I think we've uh, we have been uh, sold. A book of lies to help keep us, um, you know, placated, I guess would be the, the word for it. Keep us fat, dumb and happy and uh, not looking uh, at what really is going on. So our wow. own
0: history is s- weird. Speaking of teachings, I want to answer Lady If's questions. What do um, we got? Well, about whether or not we usually do late shows Ah. this is probably maybe the second or third time that we've done a show this late. Usually our shows are on Saturdays at eight o'clock. Yeah. Um, Now that we are getting ready to go back to work though, it may revert back to our previous schedule of every other Saturday. So just be prepared. Well, we'll see. It's like if we have a Saturday night open, then of course we're going to, you know, go ahead and do a show. Otherwise, you know, guests, coming on maybe every other week so because our our schedule does start to get wonky especially with mine
1: yeah with miss band mom over um, here
0: yeah i'm a band mom and a winter guard mom and both of us are teachers for those who are new and joining the show so our schedule becomes very very hectic um, usually about the third week of august so we are almost there
1: yeah i like this not sure says a cosmic shooting gallery one hundred thousand percent correct space isn't empty (laughs) and that's what we kind of have to realize when it comes to these impacts that we have i mean just look at the moon i mean the moon will tell you everything you need to know about all the stuff that's floating around uh dorothy says there the series was called america on earth yeah america on earth yeah he investigated the little lake nearby Uh, Saying it had a pyramid in it attached to a woodland culture, many mounds, effigy mounds. Yes. Look, ancient people, I'm 100% convinced that ancient people that we call like ancient people back, you know, uh, 5,000 years ago, 8,000 years ago, those people were survivors of whatever happened at the end of the last ice age. And they tried to continue the traditions, but all of that knowledge was lost. So they created religions and stories and stuff to keep that history alive. And uh, that's my personal thoughts on it. Um, But it seems to make a lot of sense. It's like, what if right now everything got wiped out? Nothing electronic worked or anything like that. And in two generations, we have our grandkids running around finding pieces of a 747 with switches on a, a piece of plastic and things. They would turn that into an idol and tell a story about it because there's no other way, no other medium to talk about the magical, as Jared would call it, the magical blinky board, Right. <laughs> So it, it's, I think all of, all of our ancestors were survivors of a cataclysm. And that even includes like Atlantis and things like that. I think that was an actual real deal. And I'm even going to go further here. I think a lot of the technology that the government's finding, quote unquote, it's our stuff from about 30,000 years ago. If they find anything. So there are extraterrestrials. I believe that we saw something that makes no sense whatsoever. A huge triangle hovering over the road. But I think we were much more advanced and we were knocked down to about 12,000 humans left on this planet. It's how we're all related. We're not that far off. So, and there would be nothing left, especially if you were a coastal society and the, the oceans flooded by about 400 feet in a very short amount of time. There'd be nothing left on top of tectonic plates moving around and everything else. So that's a whole nother discussion. So. Yeah.
0: And on that note, we need to pack.
1: Yeah, we need to get ready to to get out of Michigan for a little bit and enjoy our very last trip for the year. So Dorothy says it's such a mind bender. My oldest genetic relatives came from Peru. Very interesting. That's one place I want to get to. I want to go see Machu Picchu and all of those places. Mm -hmm. Puma Mm -hmm. Punku. And they just have cool names.
0: Thank you, lady (laughs) F.
1: Guy says 144,000 will be saved. The rest are screwed. Pretty much. Well, maybe that's how many actually survived the last time, but all right, everybody, look, we're going to get out of here. Um, it looks like I got an email from girl in the desert already. So guy, make sure you send me an email or a text, uh, with your size shirt that you want. And, uh, Remember, check out the show notes if you want to support the podcast. You know, there's options. You can hit us up on PayPal. You can go to our merchandise store online, order your own shirts or hoodies or tank tops, whatever. The hey, Janine, biggest thing, though. Janine's
0: like, I snuck it at the end of the hey, <laughs>
1: Janine, thanks for joining us. Detroit's in the house. That's our sister from another mister. Good to see you. Uh but again the biggest thing you guys can do is just to support the channel watch the shows listen to the podcast on the channel like share subscribe like share subscribe and once friends, this is over tell yeah tell your family tell your enemies comment comment below <laughs> let us know what you thought this was just a quick show to let you guys know hey we hit, yeah, we hit we hit a magic number car should give away a car <laughs> yeah okay yeah i already gave away a car and it costed me a lot of money to give it away <laughs> so on another note <laughs> yeah all right everybody michelle good night everyone good night everybody and remember wait a minute i gotta hit the outro music there we go. Now, now it feels normal. Because we need to go fix the spelling at Easter time. Uh, yeah, it's Easter time. It's Easter, Easter time. It's spring. It's bunnies. And- <laughs> so
0: we got summer coming up here.
1: <laughs> bunnies are jumping around.
0: I don't know how I didn't catch that
1: earlier. I don't know. I gave it to you to look at. Yeah, I'm not fully caffeinated. On. All right. All right, everybody. Thanks for coming out tonight. And we will see you in about a week. We love you all. And remember, keep those eyes to that sky.
0: You have been listening to the Michigan UFO Sightings and Paranormal Encounters podcast. You can reach us at mi.ufo.podcast at gmail.com. You can also find us on Twitter at MI underscore UFO and join our Facebook group by searching for Michigan UFO sightings and paranormal encounters. So until next time.